Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Today we're going to be discussing the newest dream that Dana Coverstone has just had. It's called the Flaming Spear Dream. But before I get into it, I need to clarify some something. I, I thought about going through, I mean, he's had like about two or three dreams a month for now over a year. So yeah, I'm going to say it's probably 25 or 30 different dreams thought about going through all of those dreams and pulling out the things that came to pass and the things that didn't come to pass. Because I believe, I'm still going to stand behind this guy, and I'll tell you why I stand behind him. Standing behind because I've met him. Standing behind because the Spirit, because of his heart. He has a pure heart. I believe that he is hearing from God. Wait a minute, Stan. Some things he said didn't come to pass. Well, that's, Leslie will tell you, that's not the test of a prophet. Because, well, I'll put it this way. One time when I was preaching several years ago, I said, if God speaks, does that always come to pass? And several people said, yes. I said, okay, well, let's think about this. So did Jonah hear from God? Yes. Took a little ride in a fish to convince him to go deliver the message. So he did hear from God. He was told to go in to tell Nineveh that in 40 days you're going to be destroyed. He didn't say 40 days unless you repent. He said, go tell them 40 days. I'm going to destroy the city. So what did Jonah do? He went in there. He went on all the radio and TV stations, and he got a big uh, sports stadium meeting. No, 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 that no. He went and stood on the streets, and he cried aloud, and he said, 40 days, God is going to destroy the city. But Nineveh listened. Matter of fact, the king took off his kingly robes, and he put on a sackcloth, and he sat in ashes, because in those days, that's what they did to get their sins forgiven. Today, we would plead the blood of Jesus and repent and fast. And But not only that, but he called a fasting of all people and animals of both, now get this, both food and water for three days. No food, no water for three days. Consequently, God gave them more time. Well, if we think that everything that God says must come to pass, well, then Dana Coverstone's a false prophet. Or he's really hearing, and there's something else going on. Now, that's the point I want to get to. Okay, so let's assume that you agree with me that Coverstone is really hearing from God. I believe he is. Okay, but what do you do with the things that came to pass? What do you do with the things that didn't come to pass? I believe that the things that God is speaking to him are mostly warnings. In other words, like Nineveh, they're mostly warnings. They're not prophecies. They're not saying this is going to come to pass. And I'm just letting you know, since you listen to Prophecy Club, I'm just going to bless you. <laughs> it's not that way. Instead, God didn't want to destroy Nineveh. What he wanted is to see Nineveh stop sinning, repent, and clean up their act and turn to him. Well, what is God wanting? He doesn't want to destroy America, and he doesn't need to prove that some prophet is hearing from him. He doesn't need to prove that. Okay, so what's really going on? What he's really doing is speaking various things to Coverstone. Some of them will come to pass if we pray hard enough, and if there's enough people that repent, some of the good things he said will come to pass, and some of them have. 
some of the things that were good, he said, didn't come to pass. Like, for example, he said, I saw signs that said Trump's, Trump's victory, Trump wins. Okay, but Trump didn't win. Well, wait a minute. Or did he? Okay, so is Trump going to be back in office? Well, at this point, we'd have to say, no, that didn't come to pass. All right, so is Coverstone a false prophet or is it our problem? Or did we drop the ball? I'm talking about the church. I'm talking about all of us, not just us. We did our part, probably. But the church. I'm talking about the millions of people out there that are Christians that didn't walk right, didn't pray right, dropped the ball, answered the cell phone, got busy in the world. In other words, did Trump not win when he could have? Is that what God was saying? I believe so. Now, on the other hand, there are some real, real bad things that Coverstone was told is going to come to pass, but they didn't. Well, you know, there was some 10,000 churches praying all across the nation, according to Coverstone, in the months of September. Plus, not only that, we did a solemn September assembly, which we're going to do again, September 6, 7, and 8. But we also turned around and had an October, solemn October assembly on Halloween. And so, yeah, I think a lot of the things that were prophesied to come that were bad didn't come. Okay, so that's the point. I think that we need to get off of thinking that these dreams from Coverstone are foretelling the future. Let me say it again. I think we need to get off of thinking that these dreams from Coverstone are foretelling the future. I'm going to say it again. We need to get off of thinking that the dreams from Coverstone are foretelling the future. Okay, Stan, then you want to explain what they are? I think that they are warning what a possible future could be if it's good or could be bad if we don't fast and pray. In other words, it's like one of the dreams said, it's up to you. I'm talking about the church. God is saying to the church, it's up to us. Okay, so here comes a really good picture of where we are. Okay, so Coverstone's been getting these dreams now for a little over a year. Some came to pass. Some didn't come to pass. So where are we? I think this is the where are we dream. Now, I'm going to take some time going through it. I think it's very, very important. April 11th through the 19th. He says, I saw a globe sitting on a stand. No hand touched it or moved it, but it just began spinning on its own and accelerating to the place where it began to wobble on the stand. Doesn't that sound like what has happened? Do you remember back in the days, five, ten years ago, when it seemed like everything was just kind of standing still and America was just constantly blessed? Whoa, but that's not the way it is the last few years. All of these things have speeded up in the world. And what he's saying now, this is a picture of the whole world between now and the return of Jesus. Because at the end, we know that, okay, uh, what of his uh, Isaiah 24, 1, he maketh the earth empty, empty and wake maketh it waste and turneth it upside down and scattereth abroad the inhabitants uh, thereof. And the earth is literally going to be turning upside down. And it's going to wobble like a drunkard. Another place in Isaiah it says. So it says, I saw a globe sitting on a stand. No hand touched it or moved it. It just began spinning on its own and accelerating to the place where it began to wobble on the stand. That's really a picture of literally the earth saying that as we get closer to the end, it's going to seem like time is going to accelerate. I saw two male runners appeared on a running track that went straight for miles and miles. 
but there was a large wall in between them, about twenty foot high. Then each had a spear with a fire-like torch on the end of it that was burning very bright, and the flames shot up from the tip. Now, I'm going to tell you, I talked to Coverstone about this, and we both agree that the colored runner represents the church, and the runner in the white with the fiery torch represents Satan's group. They each had a spear with a fire like torch on the end of it. It was burning very bright, and the flame shot up from the tip. It did not appear as if the torch... <coughs> it did not appear as if this was a torch, just a sharp piece of metal that was on fire. One was wearing a multicolored outfit, that's the church, like you see in the Olympics, and he was stretching and bouncing as if preparing to run. The other was wearing a solid white outfit, but was not moving at all, simply standing in place almost without breathing. That's the devil. In other words, he appears to be good, but he's really bad. A man appeared standing on the wall above the runners in a very expensive suit jacket, but wearing runner shorts on his legs with runner shoes. He carried a starter's pistol and said to the motionless runner, You must pace yourself to win. At this, the runner simply nodded and cracked his neck. The man of the colorful runner's outfit, that's the church, was not addressed at all. The man called out, To your mark. When he did this, the runner wearing the multicolored outfit took a running start and threw the flaming spear into the atmosphere, then took his place at the line in the runner's blocks. The motionless man moved into position but did not get down on the blocks, but leaned down, tapped the end of the spear under the ground, then spit on the flame, and it exploded to the point that his hair was on fire. But he was not hurt. The man called, Ready, then fired the pistol, and the two men took off, one rather quickly and determined, the fiery man now only jogging. Because of the wall between them, neither man could see each other. This is the battle between light and darkness. This is the battle, now this is my interpretation, between the church and the left, or the evil out there. Then I saw a bright crimson red calendar with crisp white letters that had a thick black outline to the letters. I saw May 2021, and two hands that were blood-covered, rolling the calendar out and down. I saw June, July, August, and September were unrolled and hung below May with September touching the ground. The scene changed to a map of Europe and went through Russia and China and down to the Middle East and to the Mediterranean, and Israel was seemingly emphasized on this map. Then I saw leaders of Russia, China, Israel, and the Western Europe with high-powered binoculars who were watching the United States and telling individuals to write down the things that they were seeing. So this is a picture of what you might say are our enemies that would like to take over number one position in the world, watching us very carefully. And I think they're watching for a time and a place to attack. They were getting excited, pumping their fists into the air and patting each other on the backs and waving their nation's flags feverishly. In other words, they're licking their chops, waiting for a chance to attack. I saw military leadership in the rooms, and the leaders were whispering in their ears, and then would get on a phone and whisper. I could then see blood dripping down onto the calendar from the hands that were holding it. There were fires all over America, and cities were on lockdown. <laughs> you can count on that. That's, it's going to get worse. Flags that were half-mast began to fade into smoke, 
and there were many military groups on the ground directing traffic and keeping a close watch on the streets. I then saw the colorful runner, this is the church, running hard and his hand was on the wall the entire time, just brushing it. He was saying, wake them up, wake them up. You see, that's the watchman. <laughs> that's us right there. That's Prophets Club. That's me and you, okay? Wake them up, wake them up. And he kept his eye on the spear he had thrown that was still in the air in front of him. The runner in the white was now a dingy gray, and the white was gone from his jersey. That's the devil. His hand was also on the wall, but it was leaving a trail of fire that followed him as he ran. In other words, he kills, steals, and destroys. The colorful runner was weary and sweating profusely and appeared several times to almost trip and fall. But he recovered and kept going, although he was breathing with great difficulty. The jogging runner was smirking and taking his time. This is the devil. Taking his time. And now he was fully engulfed in fire and it was spreading to the place where his gray jersey was now just flaming red. I think that's possibly talking about his anger, but even more so is talking about the bloodshed and just the evil in him. He suddenly picked up his spear, this is the devil, and threw it over the wall, and it flew after the runner on that side. He then started running fast as he possibly could, and was making up distance. The colorful runner looked back and sped up when he saw the spear on his tail. He, however, kept his eye on the spear he had thrown that was still in the air. It was headed towards a building that seemed to be filled with people who were on their knees praying loudly. Mm-hmm, that's all the church that is praying, you see. Both runners kept moving, with one spilling fire along the wall and the other now screaming, Wake up! Wake up! I then saw American generals in a facility that was obviously underground. Many phone calls were coming in on rotary phones. Rotary phones? Okay, so this is like an old underground bunker. As in, America hasn't upgraded its bunkers. Rotary phones, and as the generals answered them, they were telling others to position numbers on a very large map of both the Atlantic and the Pacific Oceans, meaning the war is in both of the Atlantic and Pacific. It was frantic in the room, and people were in a state of panic. I could then see world leaders all over Europe, Russia, and Israel talking with each other with great passion and concerns on their faces. Quote, it might be our time. Now, I think that that means it might be our time to attack America. Europe, Russia, and Israel would attack America. But see, this is what they're planning. But remember, the angel told Dimitri, but what I told you is how it will really happen. So this is telling us right now what's going on in the spirit. It might be our time, kept being spoken by the leaders as they watched the fires burning over America. Then the spear thrown, representing the end-time warning, I think, by the first runner hit the building as it was aimed for, and it was exploded into a bright white light, and it streamed down all over the country. I want to believe that that is the miracles. That's the power of God hitting America. It looked like a napalm storm, and it filled the atmosphere all over the United States. It put out some of the fires. In other words, as the gospel hits, some of the people get saved and repent, and many of the problems start going away. It put out some of the fires, lessened others, but not impact some at all. I then saw that the explosion had thrown people all over the country as well, and they had fire extinguishers and brooms. 
As they were patting down the fires, they were screaming, Wake up! Stay awake! There's not much time. Okay, so that's the watchman. The colorful runner then sat down, that's the church, and leaned against the wall and took a deep breath. He was just on the other side of the finish line. I'm not clear if it's on this side, as in he has not finished, or if it's on the other side and he has finished. I want to believe he has finished. The man I often see in the dreams was helping him to his feet. So the angel was helping the church. The colorful runner sat down and leaned against the wall and took a deep breath. He was just on the other side of the finish line, meaning he had finished. So the church finished across the finish line, meaning Jesus has returned and it's the end of time. The man I see often in the dreams was helping him to his feet. So this is the angel helping the church up. The fiery runner was laying past the finish line also and was smoking like a burnt building. <laughs> okay, so that's after Jesus returned, and that's after he's burned all the tears. He was not moving and not breathing. The man had pointed to me and said, Warn them. There is not much time left, and it will never be easy again. If you are not braced now, you won't make it. Not rooted, you will be pulled up, and the fire will never go out. Look for me and endure until I come. Then I saw every one of the international leaders and the American generals put down their phones at the very same time, and in unison said, It's time. They all then sat at their desks and put their heads in their hands and wept. I think he's saying here that the church didn't do too good. Now let me go back and read that last part again. Warn them. There is not much time left, and it will never be easy again. If you are not braced now, you won't make it. Not rooted, you will be pulled up, and the fire will never go out. Look for me and endure until I come. I think that he's saying that apparently the return of Jesus is probably closer than we think. I'll read that again. Warn them. There is not much time left, and it will never be easy again. If you are not braced now, you won't make it. Not rooted, you will be pulled up. And the fire will never go out. Look for me and endure until I come. That part where it says, if you're not braced now, the Bible says that the wise man built his house upon the rock, or Jesus, so that when the winds blow and when the rains come, he won't, his house won't fall. But the foolish man built his house upon the sand. And when the winds blow, when the rains come, great would be the fall of his house. Meaning, if a person is not prepared, and I don't necessarily think that that is just physical preparations, although that's part of it. I'm saying if a person doesn't know their word, memorize their word, if they don't have some verses to hang on to in some deep, dark cave someplace when death is at the door, if they're not prepared to stand against the wiles of the devil, if they're not prepared to quench all the fiery darts, if they're not prepared, if they don't have their feet rooted and grounded in the word now, in the word now, they're not going to make it. What does that mean? I don't think the issue is whether they die. I think we all die. Most every Christian dies before Jesus returns, in my opinion. So it's not about life and death. It's about whether they take the mark or whether they don't. You see, if you think you felt pressure to wear a mask, if you think you felt pressure to take a vaccine, 
you hadn't felt any pressure at all until they came out with the mark of the beast. And he caused it all, both small and great, rich and poor, and free and bond, to receive a mark on the right hand or in their, no, in their forehead, and that no man might buy or sell, save he had the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Here's wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred, three score, and six. However, he causeth the Antichrist, he's given a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies, and power is given to him to continue forty two months, and he opened his mouth and blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name, his tabernacle, and them to dwell in heaven, and that's going to include you and me, meaning the battle we are already in is going to be a battle for our soul, not just for our life. Devil not after your life. He knows he can kill you. He's after your soul. Warn them. That's our call, my brothers and sisters. Warn them, which is, by the way, why I'm having, and here we come up with a name for it, Stan's School of the Watchmen. Leslie's doing Leslie's School of the Prophets. I got this during prayer class. I, Lord, I don't know what to do. I, you got to show me what do I do, what do I call this thing? And it popped right in my head. Stan School of the Watchmen. So it's June 11 to 13. Here's what I want you to do, though it's not a requirement. I'm going to ask you to write out the book of Revelation in a spiral ring book. Now, if you, when you go to sign up, when you sign up, you can download a PDF and uh, I have all the instructions what to do. I'm going to show you how to write out your own book of Revelation. But in my opinion, one of the most valuable things I own is where I wrote out the book of Revelation. Matter of fact, I... I put it up. I'm so afraid that it'll get lost or damaged or car, coffee spilled on it or something like that. So I made a copy of it, and I had that one bound. That's the one I worked from. The actual original copy is so valuable, valuable to me. I have it up in the in 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 the in the bookshelf. Okay, and I don't want to touch it. It's too valuable. But I'm going to ask you to write out the Book of Revelation. I'm going to ask you to come to Stan's School of the Watchmen. I had to think about it. Stan's School of the Watchmen. June 11 to 13. And what I'm going to do is teach through Revelation. And it's not going to be like, uh, you know, just me talk, you listen. Okay, we're going to dig in. We're going to take a deep dive into Revelation. And I'm going to show you, help you understand. And at any time you have a question, you raise your hands. And we're, trust me, you will walk out being able, here it is. You're going to be a watchman. By the time you walk out, that's my job. If I haven't, if I've done my job, you're going to be a watchman by the time you walk out of this. No, we haven't set it all up and everything. I don't think the website is all up for it. It may be up by the time you hear this, but it's coming. Stan's School of the Watchmen, June 11 to 13. Bring your King James Bible. Bring your spiral ring notebook where you've written out the book of Revelation. That's my request. It's not a requirement. But at least write as much as you possibly can. And you are going to be so glad that you have it because that's what you're going to make your notes into. Okay, so warn them. There's not much time left, and it will never be easy again. If you are not braced, means, I think, if you're not standing on the rock, if you're not braced and, and grounded in the words, what I believe it's saying. Now, if you're not braced and grounded in the word now, you won't make it. And I'm not talking about just death there. I'm talking about a lot of them are going to take that mark of the beast. I think that's what it's saying. Dying is easy. Taking the mark of the beast, or should say not taking the mark of the beast, is going to be the biggest challenge of our lives. Not rooted, you will be pulled up, and the fire will never go out. (laughs) 
What's he talking about? He's talking about the mark of the beast. That's what he's talking about. The fire, you're not talking about an earthly fire that never goes out. He's talking about, again, the mark of the beast. When you get tossed into the, the lake that burns with fire and brimstone, where the beast, the false prophet, and Lucifer are, you can never escape. There's no hope to escape if you take that mark of the beast. That's what it's referring to. It's saying that the end time and the mark of the beast is a lot closer than what we think. Let me just ask you, what if it really was a year away? <laughs> really? I mean, really, you know, what if it was only a year away before the tribulation starts? Wow. Again, June 11 to 13. Yes, I'm going to anoint you. Pray that you receive the revelation anointing. I'll anoint you with the revelation oil. My heart, I've been saying this for several years now. I'm called to build an end-time army of prophecy teachers working miracles. Well, I can't do anything about the miracles. What I can do is get you prepared for them. And I think I can get you prepared to be able to give a pretty good answer. Well, let's put it this way. You come through this, and there's not going to be a pastor that's not going to be able to destroy you. You, you. If some pastor walks into your little meeting and starts trying to refute you, he's going to discover he just made a mistake because you're going to know what you're talking about. You are going to know on a level that most pastors will never know. June 11 to 13. Heaven's Harvest has food in stock. The coveted freeze-dried food in stock at heavensharvest.com. And if you put the promo code in STAN, it helps your prophecy club. And it also gets you a packet of heirloom seeds free. Heavensharvest.com. Promo code STAN. S-T-A-N. Heavensharvest.com. STAN. Prophet Leslie's book, Snake in the House, is talking about the compromise in the body of Christ. An evil snake has intruded into the church. The serpent is coiled in the church, hiding in the weeds of compromise, just waiting to attack and kill one after another of the body of Christ. The snake is waiting to sink its fangs into its prey, analyzing it with a slow release of poisonous false doctrine. If you believe in the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and that Jesus is your Lord and Savior, then this book is a must-read for you. A lying, deceitful, and horrific spirit may be operating in your church. This book will reveal the plans of the devil for the unaware, spirit-filled Christians. So what is the kundalini spirit? What are the manifestations of lying signs and wonders? What are the false religions allowed in the church? What is wrong with yoga? And what does Hinduism have to do with the Christian church? And what is wrong with contemplative and centering prayer? What do I do if I have been exposed to the deceptive kundalini spirit? One for 20, but don't do that. We offer them a shrink wrap sets of 10. One set of 10 for 30, two sets of 10 for 50 at prophecyclub.com. Prophet Leslie Johnson has a new book called Shekinah, Not Right, exposing the lie of the Shekinah glory. She says, an invitation for the majestic presence or a manifestation of a fallen angel called Shekinah has entered the church. Unbeknownst to many innocent believers in the body of Christ, this presence of this powerful, seductive, demonic spirit presents a lie that looks so tempting to many Christians. While sneaking into our worship, Satan sends the lying, mystical manifestation called Shekinah glory, causing the worshipers to feel as if they have entered into a higher dimension of communication with the Lord. After reading her book, you'll be aware of this deception and understand that Shekinah is actually a fallen angel, a demonic presence that is even more subtle and more powerful than those demons that routinely attack us day to day.
Shekinah Not Right. One for 20, 10 for 30, 20 for 50 at prophecyclub.com. Leslie and I went through four classes in Grasse, France at two of the greatest perfumeries in the world. Leslie made a perfume and it's called Virtuous and it is absolutely awesome. It is the best scent I've ever smelled in my life, any place, anywhere. I want to stick it on Q-tips and stick it up my nostrils. It is so good. And we put it together for a Mother's Day package. You're going to get Leslie's Virtuous Perfume in a brand new beautiful bottle, her book, More Than a Ruby and DVD, and a rose pen and a silk rose, and 10 milliliters of Leslie's Perfect Touch Anointing Oil. Six items valued at $162, all for a gift of just $100. And if you order it by May 3rd, you'll receive it by Mother's Day, a great Mother's Day gift. That's Leslie's Mother's Day gift at prophecyclub.com. Leslie's Mother's Day gift at prophecyclub.com. This is the best deal we've ever offered at the Prophecy Club. You get 10 How Pre-Trib 1, 10 Tribulation Secrets in Daniel, 10 Miss the Mark, 5 God's Warning to America, 5 Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy, 40 books, gift of $100 at prophecyclub.com. Terry Sock of Cornerstone Asset Metals is a prophecy student, reads his King James Bible, and wants to help Prophecy Club win souls even if it means he loses money, I think. That's the right attitude. When someone values winning souls more than making money, and he's doing so by sponsoring Prophecy Club on radio. So, if you'd like to help win souls, the next time you need gold, silver, palladium, rhodium bars, or coins, contact CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. They can help you roll over your IRA, 401k, so just tell CornerstoneAssetMetals.com Prophecy Club sent you. Click like, share, and subscribe. 